I am one of your hosts. My name is Jason Wiley. I'm joined by my awesome and lovely co-host, Cody. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. I work hard to look at this good. Yes, you do. And you've pulled off fantastically. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. It is time. It is time. All right. So real quick, we'll cover fantasy news just real quick, and then we'll dive straight on into our book club where we finished The Shadow of What Was Lost. So real finally, quick, after three weeks of putting it off, <laughs> three weeks putting it off. Uh, I finished it last week. You actually, no, yeah, yeah, we both you finished, finished it, it two last weeks week. ago, and then I finished it last week. That's right, that's right. I finished it two weeks ago. Yeah. Well, I, okay. No, no. I was a slacker. Yeah, it was like two weeks ago. I fin. I did like over half of it. Then last week, I just finished it off. Oh, okay. I think. Or, or am I? That was what? three weeks ago and two weeks ago, bud. You know what? Time is an illusion. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about it. But so fantasy news, just some trailers that came out that we think are pretty cool. For me, I'm excited. I'm really, really, really excited for Godzilla minus one because oh, that looks so good. <laughs> it does look good. Uh, and the way they did the trailer, I was like, ah, I love it. And I hate it because they ended it right before Godzilla does his, did his atomic breath. Like it was a build up, build up, build up. <laughs> Never finished. <laughs> Makes you want to see it. Exactly. And so I'm so excited to see it here in about what? Three weeks. Yeah. Just about uh, two, three weeks. Yeah. Uh, it's exciting. Uh, for me, it was the Percy Jackson trailer that Disney dropped yesterday mm-hmm. for whenever we record <laughs> uh, but yeah that it just looks so good i'm so excited for it i am i have really high hopes that it'll be true to the source material and the story and i'm excited to see how the characters are um, but all in all i think it looks good and i'm excited for it me too uh, i cody had me watch the trailer before we started recording and it does look good there's a lot of good things and for me i really do like the casting choice they did for kyron just because yes. he's got the gravitas. That's the word I was looking for. He's gravitas, got that gravitas. Yes. That's just like, yeah. It's that like uh, James Earl Jones, deep authoritative vibe. It's just, mm, it's good. <laughs> well, we know what kind of men you're into. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> uh, but other than that, one other trailer that I want to talk about is the live action adaptation for Yu Yu Hakusho. Just because for me, that was actually my, I'm going to say my first gateway anime, first gateway, actually my first anime that got me into anime. <laughs> like during yeah. that, did Yu-Gi-Oh, did Pokemon, but I feel like those are like, eh, if you lived in America, th- that was just kind of the trend at the time. Yu Yu Hakusho, yeah. it was it was a popular anime, but for the anime crowd. So it was the first one I really got into on Toonami, and so uh, and again I rewatched it as an adult, and it was just such a good story. And so I'm interested to see how they're going to do the live action adaptation. They're taking it more of a serious tone, a more serious route, which could be really good. But I always love the goofiness in uh, Yu Yu Hakusho. Yeah. Just because for the longest time, even I still go to uh, the occasional con and I still hear, you're a meshy. (laughs) (laughs) But actually, I think I did that pretty smart on for Kuwabara. (laughs) I mean, you did it high enough that your noise counselor uh, canceled out part of it. Okay. <laughs> At least on my end. Well, my end, so, it picked I, it up fantastic. So I'm, I'm sure it was fantastic. I only heard half of it. <laughs> <laughs> 
But yeah, so that trailer looks really good. It looks good. And just again, I'm going in mixed because they're again, Cowboy Bebop is where everybody also goes to. Same with the uh, Avatar Last Airbender where we get so hyped for this. And then it just is like, what the heck is this turd? <laughs> Okay, so to be fair, the new Netflix um, Avatar, they had the trailer for that. Did you yes! see it? Yes! Yes! It looks good! Yes, it looks so good, and I did not hear them say Ong. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> so immediately, it's already better. <laughs> but no, right. it looks so good. Like, I I I'm excited for that one, too. Yeah, I am so excited. It's going to be a good one. I'm definitely going to watch it. Me, too. So, again, we got a lot of good shows coming out now. I feel like we're over some of the creative differences in media right now. And now we're kind of getting back on track in some areas. I feel like Avatar, Godzilla are some that are getting back on track. I say Percy Jackson, yeah. I think, is starting to kind of get back on track from pushing like some of the more agenda heavy stuff. And one respect, oh. I was like, we have South Park to thank, the, thank for that. <laughs> well, the other side of things with it, because I know a lot of people ha that I've talked to haven't been too happy with some of the casting choices because they are race swapping. Yes. Um, but the thing with it all is anyone that really looks at the fandom, looks at Rick Riordan and just the books in general... Mm -hmm. his entire thing is inclusivity he wants everyone to be loved and, and wants everyone to be together i am and everyone just to live together and in harmony yeah i am and because of that it's staying true to his message mm -hmm. and even though themes are different it's still true to the message and that's what is going back and people are just getting used to it being the way that it he it wants is. things, and I love it. Yeah, because even thinking back to when it was uh, the Olympians, where it was uh, the the two camps with Nico, the revelation yes. with Nico. I I knew that shook a lot of people. I know for us, we're like, wait, what? But yeah. it, but you're correct. Rick Riordan is always about inclusivity, and so that's why I think for him, it's still it's staying true to the source material. It's staying true to the author's character and it applies to people today rather than mm -hmm. the time period that it originally was written yes oh i'm really excited for it i think it's gonna be great yeah. and i agree that in a lot of those shows though people are going people are going back to the things that people want to see and making things work and with Godzilla, where they're making Godzilla scary and it's all going to be very exciting and they're doing things in a new way, but keeping with those traditions. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just, it's so nice and so refreshing that now we're getting back to the story. Yeah. Which is very crucial because that's something I feel like we've been lacking a lot in media. So I'm glad now the shift is going back towards story driven media. Yeah. But I agree. Yeah. So speaking of story driven media, let's now dive on into the shadow of what was lost by James Islington. Nice segue. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this finally the last few chapters. Um, mm -hmm. They were good. They I'm... were good. Like, honestly, 
because again, I did break it up at like I read one half of it, which was the entire siege, the entire battle in yes. one aspect, and then I immediately jumped over to Caden. Okay. So that's why for me, I was like, I feel like I, I'm a little disjointed because of the way I, I did the reading. So that's why I was very curious on like your opinion, because knowing, because you, you read from basically start to finish the five chapters. I did. Yes. Um, I really thought it tied everything off really well. It left enough things open that we know there's more coming. Mm -hmm. um, but all the major things... I felt we're wrapped up. So Caden's part of it. He disappears right before the siege. We get him and we get him coming back. Yeah. And then he has to leave again. And it makes sense. Um, it, I just really, it worked for me. I'm mm -hmm. like you said, everything does feel rushed. It felt very rushed, but that's and I wish book. it has been it's the entire book. And it's amazing to say that, a 700 page plus book <laughs> feels rushed is rushed <laughs> i mean yeah i know it's a trilogy but he, he could have made this a much longer series this could have been easily five books minimum oh it, i think he could have done three books with this one very oh very true yeah he could have so three ten, so yeah nine books <laughs> um I'm just excited to see the rest of them and how they go. I am. But yeah, that's my overall feel is that while everything did feel rushed and I feel like we could have used more of the details and such with this last battle, this climactic battle. Yeah. I'm still satisfied that we got, uh, we got answers that we needed people weren't they didn't stay unnecessarily i mean everyone they everyone came together for this battle but immediately like you know like we have to leave right after this we have other things we need to do we can't all just stay together and it was so realistic in that way and that's mm -hmm. what i love about his story is everyone is so true to their character and they feel like real people Oh yeah, no, I 100% agree. And I love, excuse me, bless you. I love how everybody did stay true to their character and it's all these moving parts. And I really did like how it did end it. I love how everybody's leaving, going their separate ways, especially when Asha realizes that this was all a great big political move. I love, yeah. I love that realization. That was so good. I was just like, this this is what i was wanting <laughs> <laughs> yeah i did not see that coming out all i'm not gonna lie that was such a great surprise it was a fantastic surprise like that was like okay now that you're mentioning it i can see the big picture yeah so that's where that part was done beautifully uh the entire siege part also done very well Again, my only beef was uh, like, uh, I, and again, this this is just difference of opinion because you were satisfied. For me, I'm just like, this seems a little too easy. <laughs> but it, it's also I to agree. help build up that expectation of just like this was easy because this was easy compared to what is to come. Yeah, 
Um, I also think that just his writing style, um, he focuses very heavily on the main characters. He focuses very heavily on what they actually are seeing and doing. I am. Mm-hmm. Um, and because of that, we don't see a lot of what's going on. We get told about it, but they're not there for a lot of the big fight. They're in the back healing people or doing these other things. Some of them are up there fighting, but they're not the main characters. Those are side characters. Yeah. The main characters aren't the front line. Mm -hmm. And so we don't see the fight. Yeah. And it's just, it's really cool to see certain things. Okay. I have have to talk about something I do have a problem with because we're talking about the battle. Okay. So they have the whole thing where they're talking to the general and... I am. Davian states he cannot like read the people. They're just empty shells. Okay. And then he never checks anybody. They know they're in the city. Someone else just got stabbed, so they know that they're like in like they're fully infiltrated. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't check everyone around them. Yeah. That was the first thing that I thought of. I was like, okay, someone else could be there. Why wouldn't you just make that a standard habit? You can check them to see. Start checking everyone. See if there's anyone else that's about to attack you. And maybe this is what sparks that, you know what? Now I need to build precautions just as a habit. I hope so. But Uh it just, it it kind of bugged me where it felt like I, it felt like common sense. It felt like this is what would be and they didn't do it like he didn't do it just so that way they could kill off the general yeah there's some stuff that felt like yeah we're just doing this to do it yeah so that was my one beef that was it mhm and say and for me actually okay the funny part was okay when i when i was reading through caden and him getting the lasania sword oh yeah as i'm reading through it was like this is Excalibur and Harry Potter. <laughs> that, that was the reason I was going through my mind. It's like, yeah, this is Sword of Gryffindor. Got it. And, and Excalibur. Okay. Okay. Cool. I can see that. <laughs> so uh, I think at one point I even laughed. I was just like, <laughs> like, I think it was just like, oh, like only when you need me will I come kind of thing. I was like, yeah, that's Sword of Gryffindor right there. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I just yeah. couldn't help but laugh at that. <laughs> but no, like, oh, I understand that. And so for me, it's just like, I'm not, ex- again, for this book, I was not expecting like a final plateau push for a kind of an ending for the battle. Yeah. But just like the grand sweeping gesture of just like, he got, I was like, all right, here's the sword and wha-pam, everybody's dead. <laughs> yeah. Like, I just wanted a tad bit more buildup. Like, I, I would much rather we have shifted over to Caden's perspective instead of being in Davian's. I can definitely see that. Because in that way, we can almost go with Caden on how he's building up the energy, how he's able to manipulate it, manipulate the sword to vanquish everybody. It just felt like it yeah. was like, ha magic sword, a swish and flick and everybody's dead. <laughs> Yeah. 
Like, that was my beef. If It was even just, like, if he did do, like, the swish and flick. He's just like, with this swish, I could feel the con building up and mixing with the essence and using the sword to channel it all together. Just, like, a little something. Like, have us feel what Caden is feeling. Show us. Like, like have us show and feel what Caden is feeling. Not just show us going, kaboom. <laughs> so, the reason why I didn't have a problem with that okay. is because I got it a very overwhelming feeling that he didn't want us to understand the sword in this book. And, and yeah, it, it makes sense. Like, again, I understand why, but I was just like, eh, it would have been nice. <laughs> it would have, it definitely would have. Cause I think it would have been a nice little tease to go. I now not, I now want to read the next book. So I now know more about the sword. I can see that. So, but yeah, Again, this is where it's good to have difference of opinion and difference, pre different preference and taste on how things are done. Yeah. But yeah. And that's the thing. Everyone is different and everyone does like different things. Mm-hmm. So, okay, do we... Okay, then yeah, everything's wrapping up very good. I love how... Again, I really do like how Davian is just like, yeah, I'm going to stay with Asha. I'm going to push the limit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they definitely took that time that they, that was realistic, that they would take what time they could. I am. Um, and I thought that was well done. I am. Um, but. I'm just trying to remember all of it right now. Yeah, and that's, I'm in the same boat. Uh, so. There's that. And then. Yeah, the, there's yeah we already kind of discussed Asha going through the warden's office. Oh yeah, the entire thing with the warden being compelled. That was such a great twist. That was a good twist. I did not expect that. It makes so much sense. It makes so much more sense. Like you're just like, oh, oh that that would explain everything with him. Yup. Yeah, I I was very impressed and thought it was very well done. Yeah, that was done extremely well. And then the entire thing with the auger who did it, because yeah, yep. I just loved like I love how even the side characters stay true to their character. Yeah. Like, you're facing a life and death situation. You're, of course, you're going to do everything you can to survive. So he compels the North Warden to, like, okay, no, stop, stop beating me. <laughs> yeah. Um, then being able to, what I liked was that his innate, so he basically controlled him so much that it became the north warden's just natural instinct to act that way yeah and so he didn't always have to control him mm -hmm. he's just like yeah, yeah. No, i got to the point where i just i just had to check on him yeah and that's a really cool thing that it teaches you about con and yes. something that we can come to understand later mm -hmm. um it makes sense for and then they use that as well to tie in that the king this entire time has been manipulated and then that's where they do the revelation that he was manipulated by this other group that david's now going with 
Yep. <laughs> I was like, oh, dang. Oh, dang. And it's like very much like, okay, Damien's going into the lion's den. Yep. But you're like, okay, he might be getting stronger. He is. Um, when he finds out it's going to be, uh, there's going to be hell to pay. Oh, yeah. This is where da- Davian, oh, he's a loose cannon. He really is. He is such a loose cannon that it's, it's just like, I don't know what he's going to do. Like, because when he tried to drain Caden. I was surprised that he tried. Me too. I was, that's why I was like, that's why I was saying loose cannon. It's just like, you didn't know he yeah. was going to do that. It makes sense for his character. Oh, it made perfect sense. Or I'm just like, why? <laughs> but it's because we understood that Caden was so far beyond Davian. Mm-hmm. Davian thinks he's top dog. Yeah. And he had the realization that he is nowhere near top dog. Yeah, there's just like no way. He's again, and this is where in retrospect, sorry, he, he's going with Tal Kamar, okay? Man yeah. of myth and legend. And I love how basically Davian, he's had that hubris ever since he went to the one city. Because he's just yeah. like, yeah, I know. I, I was able to do this. Things have been going my way. I could do anything. And then he goes up, okay, he's like, oh, that, 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 that's, a, that's a legend. <laughs> <laughs> There's no need to wonder where your God is. Because he's right here. Because he's right here. And he's fresh out of mercy. <laughs> but seriously, and I love how Kato's just like, dude. <laughs> Not- What's I really liked his response though is that he basically just said that he just kind of like smiles at him and then just like completely sucks all of it back in. Yeah, where he, it's literally just child, please. Basically, he's like, oh. he's like, I know what you're trying to do and I appreciate what you're trying to do, but it's not gonna work on me. I'm gonna do what I'm gonna do. It's like, oh, oh, sweet, sweet little thing. <laughs> a for effort f because you're an idiot yep is that a for effort a plus for balls but no <laughs> <laughs> yup oh man but that that part was interesting and then so then we go back to again yeah davian's going off with the the I can't even remember their names <laughs> I don't either but it's with that girl that he yeah. thinks is so hot Yep. <laughs> and he Sorry just spent time with Asha. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I, I was like, dude, just, just, just pick one to commit. Just just go. <laughs> Isn't Rand your favorite character in Will of Time? Rand? Oh, dude. Rand's a whole... Actually, no, my favorite character is Matt. Okay, fair enough. Matt is my favorite character. Rand, Rand was in the beginning... Yeah. Until uh gets more and more loose Theron in him. Gotcha. And then he just begins getting like he goes through an emo phase. <laughs> and Fair it's enough. during that emo phase where Mac popped up and you're like, Matt, my boy, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> uh 
No, I was just uh making fun of you because the oh yeah, whole, no, no, no. pick a girl, stay with it. Rand, why pick one? Why pick one when I can have them all? <laughs> and they picked me too, <laughs> and, they and they're all, they all good with me. it. <laughs> so I was just I was just making jokes. Ah, it's not good, man. <laughs> Uh, I'm just trying to think. Are, are we missing anything? Uh, where where is assuming the next title? Oh yeah, the changing of the tenants. Yes, I like how he changed the tenants. I like that they're mm-hmm. still restrictive, but they allow for defense and war. Correct. It's more taking it from a straight jacket to more confined space. Yeah. Which um, is going to be I, helpful in the long run. I agree. And I think it was definitely the right call. Because especially where they had it, where the people who had magic conquered everything. They were in charge and it caused so much destruction. It's mm-hmm. definitely the right call to keep that limited, but not to limit them as an individual. Correct. If that makes sense. Yeah, it's more to limit the overall power itself, but not to basically that way we don't get another instance where like Davian, where he was basically helpless to a beating. Yeah. Just puts them on equal footing. Yep. What do you think of the tenants? Again, I thought it was cool. thought it was interesting. And I did like how it was Davian is just like I could but you know what Wur is my best friend I will not betray his trust like that and I love how he went through double down and did everything that Wur asked him to do yeah um, I thought it was really cool too and when he has the conversation uh, with the elder after mm-hmm. where he's like you could have changed it and you didn't why and I was well I figured that Wur Torin put in a lot more thought has still been thinking about this a lot more than I have. And his wording is very specific. It's for a reason. And I trust him and he trusted me. Um, yeah. I, I just thought it was beautifully done. It shows their friendship mm-hmm. and that they can trust each other. Even after everything that uh, Davian went through and his narcissism that he really has. Yep. I he can put that aside when it comes to Torin. No worry. Yeah. And I really much appreciate that. And again, I love Davian's wording in it is, I'm not going to change something that I know he has spent years thinking about. Yeah. Like, And even the last second change that were made happened in the moment. It's just like, and they cannot use the tenants to control me. Yeah. Like that. I thought that was, it was a good change. And also just that we can't harm them and they can't harm us. So they, it was already that they couldn't harm those with the gift, but now the gifted can't harm them either. Like they cannot harm each other. It's done. They're safe from each other and just keep each other in check. Correct. And it's only in self-defense. Yeah. So, like, again, I like the changes they made to the tenants. So now it's going to be okay. Now that the ch- changes of the tenants have been made, how is the rest of the series going to stack up? And how are they going to really use 
because again in a lot of respects their research in essence and in con came to a halt because of the tenants because of the treaties because they couldn't really experiment they couldn't really try things so now yeah. that there are more safeguards in place now they can start experimenting and trying stuff yeah it's true so now we can start getting into this is what we've learned about essence and here's how it works now we can almost be on the grounds learning with all the other gifted yeah so and it's gonna progress really well and really fast and i think it's gonna definitely help things i am mm -hmm. but i also think that it's gonna be it's just gonna be a really interesting time yes and curious to see how that goes Mm -hmm. and we're is going to be right in the middle of it so in the next book i'm going to be very intrigued to see how worse chapters are going to stack up me too because yeah because he's going to be because he's the front line for the politics uh, and actually now terrace is going to be part of that front line too yes so that's where this next book is going to be very interesting in that regard yeah, it will be. Hmm. So I'm excited for the next book. I'm really too. excited to see how it goes. Me too. So we can discuss the ending in the epilogue. <laughs> yeah. Because one part of me, I felt like, wait, what? <laughs> Just that. And again, tell. And again, you can tell me I'm wrong because I, I think I might be wrong. But that Tal Kamar is the is the big bad. Arkan, or at least he yes. was. I saw that coming. Like, it's one of those things, like, I saw coming, but it also makes no sense why I saw that coming. Like, what do you mean? Like, okay, so in the beginning, we, he, again, it is Tal Kamar and him have, and the big bad, as, as we're thinking, having a conversation. At least that's why but I thought it's the not Deveyed. Uh, it's someone else. Oh. oh, and it could be this guy in the train. Okay, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, I thought it was someone else. I, Because every time they've brought up Devead, I was sure that it was Tal Kamar. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So I'm I'm pretty sure it's someone else. Uh, I, I'm rereading it right now. Okay. Uh, because at the very end is... You cannot escape this place. It snarled. You cannot escape me. For the first time in years, Tal smiled. You are wrong. This time I go where Arakin David cannot follow, he said softly. So actually now rereading that, knowing that, it is a conversation he's having to himself. Mm, okay. Whereas Arakin David is basically the memory he's trying to leave behind. Gotcha. That makes sense. So it's that's where it's like I think again we were told in the beginning I think that again these two had a relationship, and again I yeah. as we kept on reading as we began learning more and more we kind of grew to that understanding of like okay Tal Kamar and Arkin David are the same person. Yeah. So makes sense. But. 
again, it was just, it was still very interesting. It's just like, okay, I, I think we kind of knew this, but I'm now confused on why this is such a big deal, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, well, because you don't expect the one of the main heroes of the story to be this big bad evil guy that they're all dreading. That I am. Again, it, it, it's that whole like Darth Revan thing. Yeah. But now other than that, again, book book was solid. It, it was very fast paced. It goes through it at a breakneck speed for the fact that it is, yeah, about 700 pages. Yes. Which, yeah, is ridiculous. The fact that, like, yeah, 700 pages. It went by fast. There's a lot they covered in here. There's a lot he covered. There is. But it was a good read. And I think that's the thing I I loved and took away from this. Is because when you begin getting so much, when you get exposition on top of exposition, it feels more like you're reading a te- like a history book instead of a story. And this felt yeah. more like a story. definitely does it's definitely a story and it's a good one yeah definitely a good one so scale one to ten i would give this book a seven okay i was thinking an eight like seven or eight settle on 7.5 yep 7.5 just because, Perfect. just because again, it, it did go a little too fast. I would like to like okay. be able to really envelop into it. So that's why for me, I docked a point there. It's just because I really wanted to kind of get enveloped into the world and into the story. And I feel like also because of it, we we were not given some of the full bigger pictures and just how breakneck and how some of the stuff d- does come across as corny and cheesy. So I felt like that brought it down for me too, to be around an eight. But the storytelling, the way it was all told, the story itself is solid. It is a great story. I agree. I agree. The story itself, I'd rate high, like a nine. Yeah. The writing, uh, his writing style, I appreciated it, but I would put it at more down to like a six. Yeah. Um, In one respect, it was simple, so that made it easier to read. Yes. So that I gotta say is both a positive and a negative. <laughs> it's true. I am. It just for my reading level and what I enjoy out of reading, mm-hmm. it didn't excite my mind just to read. The Correct. story excited my mind, but reading the words not as much. And I never thought I'd say that because words are words, but I got spoiled with name of the wind. Yeah. And for me, I'm even comparing Dune because Dune, it is very well written and just some of the verbiage and the poetry that is within the words, within everything that is done and the way it is formatted. It is truly just captivating when you're looking at the words and the craft that goes into it to tell the story. Yeah. So, yes, we've been spoiled with Frank Huber and Patrick Rothfuss. Yup. And so because of that, the I do rate his writing style itself down lower. Just mm-hmm. not my favorite. Um, but as a whole, 
Um, I would say that it, it's a solid seven and a half. I think mm-hmm. he did a really good job overall, and I really enjoyed it. Yes, and I would agree. He did a fantastic job, and seven point five I think is a very good, accurate point for this first book for the yeah. shadow of what was lost because the next book is the shadow of things to come oh an echo um, of things to come echo of things to come yeah okay which we'll, we'll get to that eventually <laughs> yeah we have a couple shows and then probably sh- end up getting the book here after the new year and yeah this might be our book we'll club for next year the second book yeah. of this all right. I think it's a good place to put a bookmark in it, and we'll pick it up again another time. Yep, thank you guys so much for tuning in, and we will catch you guys next time.